We shot Mr. Burns. Well, hello. Trey, say something. Hey, 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 hey. Max, say something. Hey, something, something. Cool. We're going to start recording in five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to We Shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. My name is Andrew Hilbert, and this right here is Miguel. And that's Trey Hudson. <laughs> I told Miguel that I would try and do his voice, and then I immediately forgot what he sounded like. Well, we've got something way better than Miguel. We've got Max on a stack of books on yep. speakerphone yep. up to a microphone. Yep. Max, do you want to say anything? This can't be how podcasts do this. This is how this one does it, dude. This is how yep. this one does it. I like to think that most of the most popular podcasts are just a bunch of phones in one room. Yeah. Up to a mic. When when, um, um, that WTF podcast had Obama on, that's all it was. Just like a fucking iPhone on a stack of books. (laughs) Nice. Are you you comparing yourself to Barack Obama right now? I mean, kind of. (laughs) This is a presidential treatment, it appears. (laughs) Really, dude? I love. What are you wearing right now, by the way? Um, the whole point of doing a Skype podcast is I do not have to put on clothes. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. So, yeah. So measurements. So just describe your body to me then if you're not going to tell me what you're wearing. Uh, we'll start at the jelly, bottom. Yellow mold. Yellow mold. Yellow mold. Jello mold. Yeah, we'll see that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when um, Danny DeVito rips his naked body out of a couch. I don't remember that. I episode. vaguely remember that. Uh, so that's, that's me. Is that, that's you? Are you the couch or Danny DeVito? Ah, you know, a little bit of both. <laughs> well, when when he lets people sit on him, then he's, he's the, the couch. couch. Yeah. So, yeah. anything? Uh, so Miguel's not here. Okay. How come? Well, let, let, let me tell you, Max. I, I, I actually I actually messaged you and him on the same thread on Facebook, and I I literally said, "Please let this work. Please let this day work." And that was like a week ago, and he said yes. You said yes, and Trey said, "I don't know, man." But uh, <laughs> the point is, Miguel said yes, and then two days ago, Miguel sent me a screenshot of his phone, and uh, as soon as I got past the two-inch hard-on he had uh, in the background, it was a uh, picture of it, Max Booth naked. <laughs> it was a picture of a, uh, his movie ticket to the new Halloween. Um, and he said this, my body is ready for this movie. Uh, so he can't see, he probably bought these tickets a while ago, but you already saw the movie. Do you want to give us a three second review of it? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so, Miguel, I hope you're having an okay time watching the best movie. You know, your watching- body's ready to feel okay, just okay. Miguel has like six Halloween tattoos. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a super- yeah, so, so- should it have even been six Halloween movies. Yeah. Where he can be the new one. Just yeah. wait. Just, which, what tattoos does he have? Like, are they all from like the original movie, or does he also have like a Busta Rhymes tattoo from um, Resurrection? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Resurrection. So I didn't even know Busta Rhymes was in it. You got it. Does Busta Rhymes rap? That's karate. I'm Michael Miles. He kicks him in the dick. 
What? So is Does it, Buster survive or no? Uh-huh. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't very convincing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's about... It, it was um. It was made like in 1999, nine maybe, and it Prime was great. Um, webcam, so the well, big deal. So like they're doing a live stream of a webcast in the Michael Miles house. Wow, it's gonna go on World Wide Web. So this rhymes is um. It's his um. It's his netbook, the Dangel Entertainment netbook. It's pretty great. It sounds yeah. really good. <laughs> sounds really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. It's, it's better than the original, if you want to be honest. Yeah. I like the original. Right? Yeah, you like the original. Do, I mean, Everybody likes the Buster original. Rhymes, uh, but isn't that Buster Rhymes? It's, I mean, John Coppin will go suck a dick because Buster Rhymes is metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So uh, this trivia. So Miguel's not here. So in his stead, I'll be the the timekeeper here. Okay. All right, guys. It's time for the trivia. Is that Miguel? I think so. Yeah. Butter on nice. me like his voice. His voice you don't like, sound uh, sexist at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, men in this men only podcast. <laughs> welcome to oh, Simpsons yeah. trivia. My name's Miguel. Uh, according to Mister Burns. What are the three demons you must slay if you want to succeed in business? Is it Larry, Moe, and Curly? Or pets, flowers, and teachers? Or family, religion, and friendship? Family, religion, and friendship, one. right? The last one? Is that what you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to guess family, religion, and friendship, too. All right. Yeah. Family, religion, and friendship. That one was easy. That was an easy one. And you don't even have to watch The Simpsons because yeah, the rest it's obvious. Yeah. How how do you think we're succeeding right now? In business? Yeah. Uh, as Cockroach Conservatory? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Lord Commander Patagonia's whole game. Yeah. I don't think it's succeeding very well. Well, you know, he's separating families. He's creating a new religion. And I'm forgetting what the third one was. It, it, it takes a... Uh, it takes a lot of work to, to build an empire of worship. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right. So uh, this episode we watched was uh, was uh, The Crepes of Wrath. It was written by George Meyer, Sam Simon, John Schwartzfelder, and John Vitti. Uh, directed by Wesley Archer and Milton Gray. And this had a large, lar- a lot of people went into making this. And um, I, I wonder how much of John Schwartzfelder was in here. I think a lot of, like, the whole... Like I feel like the joke where Homer says, "Maybe you're right about America, Lisa," and maybe yeah, Ab- yeah. Abdel is right about the crushing spirit of capitalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, this was, I thought this was a very strange episode. It was a really good episode, but uh, it was pretty. It was pretty bizarre. It's depressing. <laughs> Super depressing. There was one moment with Bart. On the floor of the Chateau Maison. <laughs> Whenever uh, he was reading the letter from Marge and Marge's voice is coming through, yeah, you know, then, and he starts to cry yeah. like that. That was a legitimate tear jerking moment for me. That was almost as dark as the scene of Bart holding up in the bathtub, you know, after Nelson was beating him up every day. Oh, right. Like Bart has a lot of dark moments. 
Yeah. And especially in season one. And this was definitely a dark moment. I mean, he was basically, he was a child slave. Yeah. The donkey yeah. got the red hat. In France. Yeah. And now we know what happened to his lucky red hat. It was given to a donkey. It was given to a donkey. There you go. In no France. more red hat. God. It'll be interesting to see if he has it on in future episodes. Yeah. yeah. We have to we have, we have to mark that to watch, but this was the Although first this was the first episode after the Christmas episode because it's the first time Santa's Little Helper shows up again. Yeah. And so the Christmas episode wasn't meant to be the first episode. It just got aired first. And so all the episodes leading up to this, there's no mention of a dog at all. This one has the dog in pretty in like a pretty prominent joke. Yeah. Homer falls down the stairs fucking breaks his back yeah. and the dog just goes and lies on him which is a cool moment because you have a dog yeah. you have a cat have a dog have a cat right and they do that shit anytime you're like on the floor or they have no awareness of what's actually happening they're like cool let's just take a nap right yeah. now yeah. eventually maggie's sleeping beside him the cat's there the dog's there that was a cool moment. I'm surprised the cat didn't like immediately try to feast upon his body. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my cat does. Max is not yeah. a cat lover, I'm assuming. Um, this was also meant to be the season finale, too. Oh, was it? Indiana. Yeah, but they switched Dark- it up at the last second. I see it. It says 7G13 is how it's uh, denoted in the book that I yeah. have in front of me. Wow, that's pretty crazy. So, what, is there a reason why that that got pulled from that um, air date? I can't find why. Not why every like trivia page I've found just says for whatever reason it was switched. Huh. Well, that makes some yeah. sense because it's pretty dark. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, if you're curating this and you're putting the episodes in order by what you think reads best, it doesn't necessarily have to be the way you thought. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I get shuffling things around to make a better season. Yeah. I really like the French caricatures. Um, I is those guys. I, I feel like my childhood hatred of the French comes from this episode. <laughs> and I remember this episode from my childhood pretty good. Yeah. And it's just like, this is one of those episodes that stays with you. Bart with the purple feet, squishing the wine saying, I hate, I hate France. Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like The Simpsons is why I hate Australians too. Yeah, do you just do you uh, feel like you have a lot of xenophobia? I do. I feel like I'm. A, I feel like America is the freest country. Yeah. Uh, even if the best five percent of the people control ninety five percent of the wealth. Yeah, we'll I think that's be. even. See, that was in ninety one that that statement was made. Now, what is it? One percent? Two percent? Dude. The one percenters, dude. Why are you getting all tangled up in that? (laughs) Dude, I listen to numbers, dude. Hard math. Okay. So, uh, I I, I can't go for it. Before we continue, we need to talk about hating the French. Okay, let's hear it. Because you saying this makes a lot of sense because uh, uh, my stepson, Dylan, he he loves The Simpsons. We've been watching it for the past few years, like religiously. And uh, this summer we went on this road trip around like the Midwest and we went to uh, St. Louis and next to St. Louis is this French town called uh, St. Genevieve. And he was not having a good time. And we walk into this shop and it's, it's really occupied by 
people speaking French. And he just sighs and says super loud, I hate people who speak French. <laughs> <laughs> and we just ran out. Oh, man. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe it was because of this episode. I don't know. That, that would make sense you now. Might, you might just have. about it. You just might have a bigoted uh, stepchild, dude. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, might, he might just—he might, with his own rational thinking, he's, he's attained a higher level of humanhood yeah. and decided. Yeah, he just French already people knows. Are not people. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have I to. I mean, what have the French contributed to society besides fries? Yeah, and he's not even fries are from Belgium. Frogs, fries. Frogs. Speaking of uh, fucking fucking. Uh, French slobs in the beginning of this episode, Belt is looking at his frog and he's like, I wish I could live the life of a frog. That's the life for me. French people, you'll Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty, I mean, that That was a cool moment. The the cherry bomb, I've never thrown a cherry bomb down a uh, a toilet. Has anyone here done that? No. No. I'm not a psychopath. I I put little veins down toilets. You put what down toilets? Um, different objects, just no. not those. I just put poo poo pee pee and cum. Yeah, poo poo pee pee cum. Yeah, toilet yeah, paper. The, the, th- the three um, the three things all at the same time, dude. If I'm not peeing out my cum, wow, <laughs> wow, you got to get that checked out, man. <laughs> if it's not all coming out the same tube, yeah, something's wrong. I was just reading this um. I don't know, some comment, like one of those dumb Reddit things, like, what's the grossest thing that's ever happened to you? And uh, this one guy goes on to tell this long, uh, horrifying story from his youth when he was wiping his ass and suddenly began to sneeze. So, like, instinctively, he raised the, the, the toilet paper on his hand to his nose that was already used. <laughs> oh, that is... Maybe that uh, somehow. That's that's what he gets for uh, being raised properly. Because I, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just I just sneeze anywhere. I please, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have made that mistake. Uh, so there was one time I was pooping. I'm glad this, this is a poop poop podcast. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about poop at least. We're gonna once. talk about poop this episode. Might as well. I'm gonna assume Nina also is not present right now. No, Nina's not present. Right, but she's she's quiet enough that you wouldn't have known until right now that she wasn't in the room. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna edit in her voice from a past episode. Say, oh, hey Max. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Uh, so the poop poop. Some live really propaganda. <laughs> what was that? Add in some library propaganda. Yeah, I mean we will. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Don't dare me. Uh, so one time I was so back to my story. One time I was pooping, and I was uh, I was probably in high school, uh, and I really had I, I I was like you know some of those turds you have to really like push out. This is a turd you had to push out. So I'm pushing and I sneeze and it just comes out like it just plops out like the You're biggest on the toilet yeah, already right? It's not even yeah I was on the toilet. <laughs> it's like Poseidon's kiss is like Poseidon eating my pussy like yeah. that, that's what happened. Yeah, and, I'm just <laughs> sucking it out. And it was, but it was like this. It was the biggest. That this turd had the most girth I've ever seen on a turd. So then what happened? You look. 
Oh, of course you look. I look because you got to know what your poop is telling oh, you, man. You got to be healthy. I don't look at all. I'm you got to look. You got to look at your poop, man, and it'll tell you something about what's going on inside. What's your poop color? I'm too, I'm too afraid. Do you ever look at your poop? No. Wait, here's a big. Here's wait, a, wait, 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 hold on. You're so adamantly saying no that you don't look at your poop. Is that true? Yeah. You got to look at your poop, Max. <laughs> and I'm talking. You need no. to be looking at your kids' poops too. You got to make your dog's I poop. No, I don't look at anything that's a sin. Your lover's okay? poop. You need to check it out and make sure. Well, are you one of those people that poop is very disgusting to you and you just can't think about it at all? And like you don't want that to involve any sex or anything? I just don't want to see what's coming out of me. Yeah. Okay. But you don't mind seeing what's coming out of other people sexually? I mean, I have some videos in my whole drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's this, this might be my last poop question. When you so Detroit, you probably can't answer this because what? you have a bidet and you don't wipe. Sometimes I'll wipe. I mean, I have wiped in my life. Okay, I know about wiping. You have a bidet? Yeah, I got a bidet, dude. <laughs> he's he's what, so French. House or something? What's that? You house or something? In my house? You have a new house? I have a yeah yeah, yeah. I have a new house and a new bidet, a new wife, new life, dude, new bidet. So yeah, sometimes I'll just I'll just be driving by the neighborhood and stop at Trey's house. Say, hey Trey, can I use your restroom real quick? Living <laughs> it up like a French guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I uh, so the first time I used the bidet, it was very shocking, and I still am unsure of 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 the whole thing. But uh, yeah, it's good. Have you have you ever used a bidet, Max? No. Dude, you got to try it. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Next I know time. this isn't the first time we talked about bidets on the show, probably. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm an advocate for getting that butthole clean as clean as possible without just rubbing it raw. You know what I mean? Wow, you don't use it to eat, so it doesn't to be clean. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you've had those experiences where you're getting really sweaty at work. You didn't wipe quite as well as you should have. It's a little moist down there. You don't know if it's sweat or if it's poo. And then you go to the bathroom again, and you're That's like, "Man, cool. I've been wa- I've been walking around with shit in my ass all day, oh, just like That's hustling like just, a dummy out here with poop in my ass." Maybe wipe in my asshole when I walk around. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, when you wipe, do you stand up? No. No. I stand up, dude. What's going on? Where do you put I'm your fucking hand? What do you do? What do you what? You tilt. What do you do when you fart? Do you stand up to fart? No, I just I just fart. And you tilt. I do you tilt? tilt? I you never tilt. lift your leg. Are you trying to tell me you don't lift a cheek? When I fart? Yeah. No, I just fart. Max, do you are you hearing yeah. what this man's saying? He doesn't tilt a cheek to fart? So so you're saying you guys both tilt on the toilet? No. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You just like shove your hand <laughs> <laughs> through, just, through no I space. Wait, I just wait for it to dry, and then like it kind of falls. <laughs> you wait for it to crust over. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, a, like I'm like I'm shedding a new skin. So you don't wipe, is what you're saying. <laughs> you just wait for it to harden before you I'm can get. I'm not gonna up. buy toilet paper. I'm not gonna fucking give in to this capitalist scheme. Right. Save the trees. Yeah, crust it over. He, do you think cavemen wipes? No, we've gotten along fine without wiping. And no, I they wipes. Should they definitely wipes? Yeah, they just use like a live animal to do it. With. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, asking the hard questions here. I think I yeah. think I think my poop 
my poop. My, the poop segment is over. I gotta say though, before we end this, when was poop, the last time you shit your pants? I don't. I, kindergarten. I don't think I ever shit my pants. I shit my pants in kindergarten. It was horrifying, man. Tell us about it. All right. So I was a bedwetter until I was like six years old, right? And I slept with my parents in their bed. Oh, so man. I was pissing in their bed, and they still let me oh, sleep. You cock but they still let me sleep. And no, they just had sex around me, dude. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Close your eyes. <laughs> Close your eyes. Yeah. Close your ears. Stand in the corner. <laughs> so uh, I would pee in their bed. Anyway, I had some problems. All right. I'm not above it. And I'm in kindergarten, and I was also, like, kind of a shy kid. I thought it was stupid, right? Because this kid next to me knew how to spell his name already, like, at five, and I didn't. Uh, so I was already, like, I'm just going to be quiet, you know? And uh, I, go to, I go to sleep, and I wake up from nap time feeling refreshed. And I, I wake up, and to, to my terror, my teacher is, like, really close to me, Right? She's like in my face already as I wake up. Like she must have woken me up. And she's like, it's she's already saying it's okay before I even know what's happening, right? And then all the kids that are in my class are up against the the wall, like staring at me. Like I'm like I'm quarantined away from everybody, right? And I'm like horrified. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm crying. Like I start crying when I realize I shit my pants. Cause even at five, you realize that these are moments that are going to define you for a while, right? So my parents are working, working people. So they call my, they call my peepaw, my grandpa on my mom's side. Yeah. And he comes and it's a blur between the, the, the classroom and the nurse's office, right? But I just remember being in the nurse's office and my grandpa being pissed off that I shit my pants, right? So, and you know, in the nurse's office, they have the dope ass bathroom, that's probably used for faculty that has a lock on the door and stuff like that. So my grandpa's like, you know, like pissed off yelling and he's like, clean yourself up. Right. Well, when he exits, he forgets to lock the door. So I got my pants on my ankles and I'm like cleaning the shit out from around my legs and stuff. And a little girl opens the door Uh. at that moment (laughs) to be full frontal shit dick (laughs) cleaning myself and then she just stops and stares like horrified at what she sees and goes sorry (laughs) and then turns around and that was that was the last time i shit my pants what about you max Oh, I, I, don't know, I don't know how old I, I don't know how old I was. Six, seven. It was in a blockbuster. <laughs> blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. I was sick, and uh, my dad wouldn't leave until he found uh, Goldeneye. Gold? He couldn't find it, and I ended up just shitting my pants. And oh, oh my god! Did they not have a bathroom in there? <laughs> dude, those dude blockbusters, they. Bare bones. I do not remember a bathroom in Blockbuster. Like I, I they had to have had one, right? Yeah, yeah. but I think there's like an Definitely. employee area. It was because look, you're not really spending more than 15 minutes in a Blockbuster. That's not true, man. No, you just some people mind. like to peruse. Unless you're one of those creeps who had like a hole in the pocket. Oh yeah, <laughs> but. Do you guys remember in Blockbuster where they had like a whole Super Nintendo that you could just like play and rent? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never got that. 
No. I, I shit my pants and got so mad. Daddy, give me my game! <laughs> <laughs> I want my own. Other kids have touched this one. <laughs> no. Blockbuster, those are, those are, that was, that was a time. Yeah. There's never any porno in a Blockbuster. I remember being uh, a kid. It was all in family video. Yeah. yeah. I remember being a kid and seeing like the porno section talked about in like TV and stuff like that. And the only video store nearby was Blockbuster. So I always looked for this mythical porno section yeah. that didn't exist. So as far as I knew, it was just something that happened in TV. And then I got a little bit older and I went to a video store that was, you know, like a mom and pop shop. And then the porno section behind a curtain. Yep. And there's some guy sitting at, sitting there guarding it. Yeah, checking IDs on the way yeah. in. That's the job I want. I want to be like the porno. Bouncer. Yeah. Porno section bouncer. Hey, chump, got your ID. <laughs> it was like so way too tough for for that job, you know? He's, he's checking palms to see if yeah. they really have jilted off in the past. <laughs> yeah, right. Your palms hairy, bro. Yeah. Your palms hairy, show them. Yeah, right. Uh, so this episode, uh, so ba- <laughs> so this episode starts with Bart being a brat. Okay, Bart getting exchanged with us uh, to uh, to uh, wait, wait, wait. huh? We uh, we we meet Skinnel's mom. Oh, that's Billy yeah. time. That's right. Yeah. And she's she super nice. Spanky. She's super nice to Spanky. Spanky. Yeah, she's super nice to Spanky, which isn't. A character trait that she uh, holds throughout the series. Yeah, she's not like uh, condescending to him. No, she's super sweet to him, now, actually. On the DVD commentary for this episode, they say it's this prank that he does that makes um, the mom so cruel to Spanky. Uh, okay. This okay, is, so she was nice before. All right. This is a character development. As soon as she drops in, she has the big moment that turns her in. To yep. the mean mom. And you got to say, if that's what turned her, she was already a mean mom, yeah. dude. She that's what's going to flip you? That's what's going to flip you for 20 seasons? He created the ultimate bidet. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Think of the implications of what happened to Mrs. Skinner, okay? Happening to me? She's sitting, you see, you see her, her, her panties on the ground. And then her feet lift. And you see her feet lift. Think of the implications of that. All I know is that my butthole is is like a black hole, dude. If that rush of water were to be on my butt, I would still be sitting flat. Okay? So I'm not worried about any B-Day mishaps, okay? I don't understand what you meant by that, but (laughs) I'm just going to take it, okay? First of... uh, Oh, I think it's the first time we learned those two twerps' name besides uh, Barton Millhouse, but I already forgot it. They're forgettable. Yeah, they're totally forgettable kid characters. Uh, anyways, Bart gets exchanged, he goes to France, he ends up working as a slave slave laborer for a, a winery that uses antifreeze. Uh, the Simpsons get Aldi, is that his name? Something like that. What is his name? Aldi or Oddly? I don't know. Adil. Uh, Adil. You get Adil. He's, he's like an this, Albanian. He's an Albanian. And, yeah. and he's like the perfect kid. Oh, you must be Homer. You must be Lisa. Can I call you dad, mom? You know, he's like a he's a yeah. total good kid. He calls him father, and then Homer <laughs> tells him, you could call me dad if you want. And then yeah. he says, okay, dad. And then Homer says, oh, he called me dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
because uh, Bart always calls Homer Homer. Yeah. But uh, that's his name. That's his name. God damn it. Uh, and uh, so, anyways, all, what's his name? Adil wants. He he gets a, there's a there's a big uh, assembly where Skinner's like. And even though aspects of his culture might seem absurd <laughs> or or outright offensive, you know, we must show these backwaters countries, you know, just it's a yeah. great speech. It's hilarious. Uh, the, but he ends up being a spy because he wants to go to Homer's nuclear power plant. And he goes and takes all these pictures. He sends them. The FBI gets wind of it. They're at Ned Flanders' house at first. But, uh... They end up catching him. And Bart Bart rescues himself <laughs> because uh, he catches him putting antifreeze in the wine. There's this kind of like terrifying moment where they're trying to get him to test the wine to see. And he says, I bet it won't even blind him. Yeah. Right. And then uh, Bart, yeah, Bart drinks it. And then he's fine. He like burps. And then they send him in town in the rain to go get more antifreeze. And then he's like frantically searching for the place, and it has an address, and it's raining, and then it gets Voltaire. yeah, then it gets smeared off the paper, and he sees a police officer, but he can't communicate with him, and he's like, "I'm a fucking idiot. I can't speak French. I've been here for two months now," and he says two months in French, and then he's all of a sudden he's fluent in French. Yeah, that's how you say it in French. Oh, two months. Uh, and, and, and so Bart says these these guys they make me wake wine they don't give me food I don't have a, a bed uh, they put antifreeze in the wine and they gave my red hat to a donkey and the police goes antifreeze in the wine oh that's a that's serious a, crime yeah. and they go shut the place down and bring Bart back and it ends very sitcom like well yeah it, what what do they say? Uh, I mean, it just ends like this perfect like sitcom moment. Uh, it's very uncharacteristic of The Simpsons. Yeah, they're sitting around the table, and Homer says something. Oh, my boy speaks French. It's like a laugh moment, but whatever. It ends. It ends. Obviously. This is the exact dialogue. Marge, Homer, I'd love a glass of that wine Bart brought us. Homer struggling with the bottle. Sorry, Marge. Same wise guy. Some wise guy stuck a cork in the bottle. Bart speaking in French. My father, what a buffoon. Homer impressed says, you hear that, Marge? My boy speaks French. Yeah. And then that was the end. And it's like the Instagram filter. No, it's in this big, old, big ass book that uh, Miguel brought over. Hey, Miguel, say something. That's a, yeah, that is my book, uh, man. That right is my book. <laughs> But, yeah, dude, I'm just saying that's a, that's a good book right there, dude. Yeah, that's, we got to cut that out, Dre. That sounds a little... It's too much like Miguel. Uh, a, little, a little edgy. Edgy enough yeah. to give Reggie Bush a wedgie? So, I don't know enough about wine, so when they originally um, introduced the antifreeze, I kind of went along with it. It's like, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know wine had antifreeze in it. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting fact. Well, you, that is interesting. That they do put antifreeze in wine. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't make wine. I don't know. Is it like a similar chemical structure or something? To grapes. Maybe. <laughs> antifreeze is made why. out of grapes. Therefore, putting antifreeze in wine gives if, it a more grape Here's flavor. another fact for our listeners out there. If your car needs antifreeze, just put, get some two-buck chuck wine. at Trader Joe's. Yep. Put it down there. Two-buck chuck. 
or just mash some grapes in there. Yeah. Don't don't spend money on the antifreeze. Big antifreeze. Wake up, people. Wake up. Um, This episode, I think I'm going to give it an A. It's a good episode. It's uh, it's, it was really funny, really weird, really dark. Um, Yeah, I mean the one thing about it was the ending. It seems like it was kind of making fun of sitcoms because in sitcoms it's very low stakes and low reward. <clears throat> However, this episode had really high stakes. You know, is it almost like it ends on a weird sitcom note as that, and it just juxtaposes what actually happened in the actual episode. Bart was literally a slave. Yeah, overseas, <laughs> and they and, were nestling a spy. Yeah, and. and, and uh, Adil was a spy. Communism infested Springfield. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, Adil was, uh, w- w- you know, from Albania, which here's the weird thing. Why do I hate? Well, why did I hate French people when? But no Albanians. Yeah. Still. Because communism is the way of the future, my lad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you know why they made him I'm Albanian? No. Why? Because they they knew John Belushi had some Albanian in him, and they they just like him. Oh, that's interesting. They like him so much that they made a spy character. <laughs> yeah, out of it. Well, I gotta yeah, say, they, the kid was likable. And they didn't know we'll like to make him like be from, so they just said, "Oh, well, John Belushi's from Albania, Al- Albany, whatever the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> well, that that uh. That means Jim Belushi is also Albanian, which is unfortunate because now I yeah. do not like Albanians. You don't like Jim Belushi? <laughs> the wrong brother died. <laughs> the wrong brother died. Uh, garlic gum is not funny. Was a chalkboard gab because because Miguel's not here. We missed an important aspect of the show. Garlic gum Damn is it, not Miguel. funny. And we need to do our chalkboard gags. We'll save it for the end. We'll okay. say, say our last thoughts. Do the uh, chalkboard gag. Um, so what did you think of this episode, Max? How do, you, how, how do you feel about it in in the canon of the first season? I'll give it a B. A B. I'm going to say B yeah. plus. I'm going to split the difference between you guys. Yeah. I think it was really good. I, th- I thought it was funnier than some of the other episodes. Not as like... I don't. I don't feel like it was super witty or anything like. Just like funny. Yeah. Like the moment when he's falling down the stairs, I laughed at that. Yeah. I was like, here's some slapstick comedy that I'm just gonna laugh. Yeah. At. Um. So yeah, B plus. B plus for me. And you say B, I, I d- say. Okay. Yeah, I said B. I do like after um he does the prank at the school, that um Skittle just kind of kidnaps Belt and brings him home without. Calling yeah. anyone. And he's, and he's also physically abusing Bart at the door. He has yeah. his, his <laughs> ear in, in, yeah. in between his fingers. So, But which wouldn't have been constituted as physical abuse in 91. Yeah. Well, at all. Or whenever Matt Groening was a kid and yeah, well, that thought about this been. or any of the yeah. writers. I also yeah. like how the solution is just to send him out of the country, which, you know, that wouldn't be a solution nowadays either. <laughs> Ever, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but, that was back when America was great. Yeah, that was, and we're just trying to make it great again. again. Yeah, back like like it was in the nineties with uh, HW. We're I mean, we're certainly acting like an HW administration. 
You know, HW had death squads in El Salvador. He was funding death squads in El Salvador to kill journalists and people that were against the government. Mm-hmm. And now you have that journalist, uh, Saudi dissident journalist who was a resident of the United States, uh, a writer for the Washington Post. It's crazy. Get killed in a Saudi Arabian Allegedly. consulate in Turkey. But Washington Post did release his last article today Yeah, that he wrote, which is saying we're fairly confident he's dead. Too, like everyone's just accepting that he's dead at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, but is he in pieces or not? Is Turkey going to release the audio? Yes, Turkey's gonna or the video. The audio. Of course they are. But I just think it's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty shameful. <laughs> it's Our president crazy. is going around what saying, "What do you expect us to do, man? If we do anything, they won't buy guns." <laughs> Oh, they promised. The thing is, they haven't even bought the fucking guns yet. They're like, but they said they said they were gonna buy guns from us. So they didn't even fucking buy the guns. Listen, listen. Trump says this. Look, look. If we don't make the bone saws that chop journalists in pieces, China's gonna make the bone saws that chop journalists in pieces, and Saudi Arabia is gonna buy bone saws from China. So let's just pretend this didn't happen, so they can continue buying bone saws from us. Yeah. Now, fuck that. You know what? You should buy bone saws from Perpetual Motion Machine because that's a new novel we just published called Bone Saw by Patrick Lacey. I'm looking at it right now. Hey, Trey, you want to borrow it? I, well, actually, don't borrow it. you got to buy it, motherfucker. You I'm going to borrow it. I'm going to borrow it. Suckers! Communist. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, the other stuff that came out, you know, The Writhing Skies by Betty Rocksteady just came out, too, and Lost Films, an anthology, just also came out. So Max Booth is publishing a whole lot of shit. You're fucking prolific, Max. Yeah. We're Cockroach Conservatory. I hope Lord Commander Patagonia doesn't overhear me saying this, but if we could publish a tenth of as much as you publish, we'd be doing good. Yeah. You're doing a good thing, man. You kind of cut it out there. Say it one more time. I said you could do that. You would be bankrupt. <laughs> like myself. That's all right. I, I told you guys. I you know I told Nina that I want to make a Trump kit for whenever catastrophe does eventually strike. Uh, you know you get a kit that you keep in your attic or something where it's like you know garbanzo beans, <laughs> you know stuff <laughs> stuff that'll last for a little while so you can survive for a Dude, couple days. Maybe we can convince Lord Commander Patagonia to make that a part of the limited edition second release. A Trump kit? Does that a Trump survive kit. the kit? The first 20 Stock people who get the soy. book get a Trump survival yeah. kit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Max, what, what's coming out from Professional Motion Machine Publishing that you want to talk about? Besides all the stuff I mean, you just plugged. Yeah, Rising Skies just came out, and that's the only thing with a set date at the moment. We have some things coming out next year. Um, I have a new book coming out in February 22nd called Carnivalous Lunal Activities, and that's already on Amazon. Uh, Fangolia will be publishing it. Nice. Gotta yeah. Pre- gotta pre-order it. Do it. And you just got the new issue of Fangoria. How, how does it look? Oh, it's amazing. It's um, like 120 pages long. Nice. How's it printed? Is it 8.5 by 11? No, it's like... I mean, maybe six by nine size. or something like that. It's, it's like perfect it's magazine though. size. Magazine size. Yeah, magazine size. Okay, cool. Is it is the paper all. heavy in there? Is it like newsprint? It's uh, it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, <sighs> but like it's the layout is great. It's Very, awesome. Is it color inside? Last that's yeah. Nice. yeah. 
I guess we got. We're just doing some spy work. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have something in uh, issue two. But oh, nice. I, I can't say yes or no yet. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have you on. Uh, we'll have you on. I'm sure about a thousand more times before that happens. Yeah. You I are going to not coming back on until you yellow five the photo I sent you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I got a French person working on that right now, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, do you have any parting words for the audience here on this one? No, I, I am uh, excited to get uh, to watch The Simpsons again. I feel like it's been a little bit since we've done this. Yeah, over a week, right? Over a week. The last one was yeah. primo, but so it's good to get back in. With, with Max, it's been like probably about a month. Yeah, Max, it's been too long. But we need to see Max here in the let's flesh. Re- let's remind the audience that I live in. Like 60 minutes away. Yeah. Max, just say your address just so they know for sure that you're not lying. <laughs> Max Booth no. lives in Cibolo, Texas. Yeah. Chibolo, Texas. Chibolo. Uh, which is like an hour away from me who lives in Austin. So Max can't always be here. That's why you're hearing the I, Skype thing. And I wasn't able I to keep rig it up. I keep you for uh, mileage, but you just laugh. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you'll, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Yeah, right. We got a five spot for you next time you come. Yeah, yeah we would have fed you some fucking pepperonis off the pizza slice, dude, if you wanted. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's a wrap, dude. I think that's it. All right. Thank you, Max. Hold on, hold on. Oh. We need the chalkboard gag. <coughs> chalkboard. Everybody my- give your chalkboard gag yeah. as a resolution for this next week. My chalkboard gag. I will no longer judge all French people based on the French person, the French people in this episode. Nice. Max? I will um, attempt to do more French accents in the future. Okay. I will not neglect to learn French before I go to Switzerland on December 9th. You were just waiting to fucking brag about that. Woo! All this French talk. Ho, ho. I'm going to be I'm going to be there for 2 weeks. All this French talk. All y'all. that French talking, y'all. All right, Max. Thank you so much and uh, you know, next time we'll uh, maybe be in the flesh, but and wear exactly what you're wearing now yeah. whenever you do come. Yeah. Today. Wear exactly what you're wearing now whenever you do come when you come. (laughs) I'm coming right now.